0: Manadeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com.
1: Wait, so there's a TV show that's basically the story of Michael J. Flores?
0: Yeah, it's called BoJack Horseman. So He was a really big star in the 90s, and now he's coasting and like living the life of like, you know... The high life, and but not really doing anything, and uh, he belittles his friends.
1: That's how we want to start the podcast. So I didn't like, want to start the
0: podcast this way. Brian's
1: like, "Oh, did you watch BoJack Horseman?" And I'm like, "I don't know what that is." And he's like, well, "It's basically the story of Michael J. Flores." I cannot believe that's how we started the podcast. You are a terrible friend. I'm glad you think this is funny. Well, he he was he was very big in the '90s. Well, all the haters out there, (laughs) there you go. There's your pat on the head for the day. We can start over if you'd like. No, instead I'll be like. So the last couple of weeks, John Samuel Finkel was the was the uh, celebrity guest on on Make the Play Monday slash Flores Awards Friday, and he was just like, "Did you really just get 200 responses on your article? I was like, yeah. I'm like, that's kind of a lot of responses. So you think about that instead of the bojack horseman thing. <laughs> this is a really pathetic attempt to recover. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dude,
0: I, we could talk about the Singapore uh, Airlines.
1: That was suite. awesome, right? Yeah. You I, read the whole thing, right? I read the whole thing. Even I mean, though it's CLDR, you really yeah. Read I just it.
0: read the whole thing. I just I'm like I'm like, how many miles? Did, how many miles did he use?
1: It didn't say. It he didn't said say. he said like I catch an. an Ungodly number it was miles enough miles
0: for a twenty-three thousand dollar flight, right?
1: Eighteen thousand US. Twenty-three oh, okay. Singapore dollars. Oh,
0: okay.
1: So um Peace about to crack Diamond on Delta from because he does yeah, Star yeah. City opens every week. Are you Diamond?
0: God no. I, I travel so much less than I used to. I used to be perpetually platinum, but
1: But Diamond is a big deal. He says like you get like a Tiffany yeah, like a Tiffany certificate. I'm like, I'm like, what do you get? He just starts listing all these things. I'm like, what about whores? Do you get free whores? He's like, you don't get free whores, but you do get a certificate to Tiffany's, which you could probably trade. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, well, that's not really free. Horse. I mean, that's.
0: I mean, it's funny. It's a thing. You know, we talk. People talk a lot about on podcasts about value.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like. And it's amazing to me how many Magic players end up spewing value in terms of, like, you know, like, we're going to go to a million GPs, but I'm just going to do it on every, like, cut-rate airline I can find, and I'm going to mix and match. Instead of aggregating? Instead of, like, instead of, like, you know, just, like, consolidating with the same airline, getting, like, building up all your miles. So I don't,
1: you know, I don't fly that much anymore, but I was flying quite a bit for work for the past few years prior to now. And I, I would usually fly Delta... But I would just book through Expedia or whatever. Yeah. And not be on the Delta miles plan. Is that horrible? Yeah,
0: it seems a little horrible.
1: All right, man, I can get. I, can I mean, get
0: you're, not gonna, you're not going to get a suite room on uh, a Singapore Airlines like
1: that one. Are you playing in Grand Prix New Jersey? Or are you going to do coverage or what?
0: I, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: You, you know, next weekend's the Grand Prix trial at yeah. Uncommons, right? Yeah. Next Tuesday, I was thinking we would do like. Tri- yeah, I thought.
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Do, well, I mean, we're not doing coverage. So I'm definitely not doing. Video coverage, and I
1: don't do text coverage anymore. So you know, I was saying, you want to play in the Grand Prix trial?
0: When is the Grand Prix?
1: I don't know, but if you play in the Grand Prix trial, you can scoops me in the finals. Sure. With... So trial by fireball. What do you think?
0: Sure. Well, That's a good it. name. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So
1: I was thinking about maybe playing a Crater's Claw deck because of trial by <laughs> fireball. So I uh, I ordered I ordered my cards for the Grand Prix trial from from Face to Face Games, but I think I I think I didn't do the right shipping so they might not get here on time so maybe I'll just play my deck from the open series this weekend which wouldn't be so bad tell,
0: tell us about the open series this
1: weekend um, I cash both days day one seven three just like sounds worse than it is that's like a 70% win ratio I lost so I thought that my deck I played a green white devotion deck was the second best green deck that you could play but being the second you know being the bridesmaid isn't anything right, right? I mean I was over I played Something like six or seven green mirrors, I won most of them, almost all of them, um, and then the other two went to time, right, so I was actually favored to you know, but I, all the games were hard to gauge who wins, but it 's such haymakers the yeah, games yeah. go super long like it 's like a fifty minute game that it looks like i 'm winning, and then I, I ultimately lost to like you know boswell 's twelfth card of his Sarkin ultimate, you know you know, something like that, but the, what was really impressive to me was. Doomwake Giant. So I ordered the black cards. I, I I would like to play uh, green black devotion in the Grand Prix trial. With cards a little count.
0: constellation theme.
1: Sub, sub sub theme of constellation. Just twelve. Uh, well, I guess thirteen enchantments, including one Nyssa. Okay. So um well, and I think I might play N- uh, bow of Nylea. I'm not sorry. Not Nyssa, one Nylea. Bow of Nylea seems better than Nylea to me. You know that you can just the attack. The thing about
0: Nylea though was that it lets you if you have like Nye Infinite nick those mana you can like funnel it all into night yeah main phase trample.
1: like you have to like do most of that stuff main phase yeah, whatever but it's a i mean people do it yeah like my opponent 20 pumped me but he had to do a main phase so i knew who to block <laughs> you know uh, you to trample too. yeah but you just know who to block right like sure uh i mean if if they could distribute it during combat it's Obviously, it's possible to do it during combat, but, like, if you're doing the crazy Nykthos stuff, you usually have to do it main phase because it involves things like sacrificing your first Nikthos. Uh So, uh, I think Bow of Nylia is better because on offense, you could just attack with Pelucranos and then he gains Death Touch and then spit one point at a bunch of different oh, guys yeah, and they yeah, don't yeah. block at all. Yeah, yeah, That's really good. And then, like, it gives you some resistance to to a couple of the different things and it's it's kind of a cool card.
0: yeah. Yeah, I like the
1: bow. And it's like it operates whether or not you have devotion. Is that and it the, still is triggers. That, is that the
0: most cornery cased mechanic? You With know, the death like,
1: touch on offense. Death,
0: death touch to attacking creatures. Uh, like, it, it just seems so like specific. Okay, I
1: don't know. I shot some. I shot some like black creatures to death this week. Like <laughs> some little flying guys. Yeah, well, that's sweet. Just like didn't, didn't think that would come. Up. Right, speaking, speaking of black creatures, we, we have. Hold, hold, you that's how I did in the open. So and then day two of the open, I did an overwhelmingly good. We're gonna get rained on. Cause you... No, we're not.
0: Oh, actually we have an awning over it, yeah, so, so we won't get
1: directly. I did like overwhelmingly well to to not make top eight, right? So I went six two and one, lost to the eventual winner in the Swiss, and he was just like, I was so lucky to beat you. Like, yeah. like about an eighty twenty matchup for me. I crushed it like I Mulligan on the play game one, crushed him. He's playing Blue Red, I was playing mono red. Game two I kept like, his deck is like all little guys right so I kept mountain grim lava Mancer searing blood four, five, four lightning bolts whatever like when I say lightning bolt I mean I don't know which ones they were like chain lightning, rift bolt whatever and I just literally never played a second land if I played if I played a second land I would have won for sure and then game three I played so that if I draw any spell in my deck, literally any spell in my deck I win the game that turn so I sacrifice my sack land on upkeep and draw another sack land and he's at like six life. His guys are tapped. He has no... He has no playback, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm dead to his attack, though. And, you know, anything from Goblin Guide to Rift Bolt to anything He's like, on six life, I have a Fire Blast in my hand would have yeah. been it. But, nope. Drew attack land. Then I won... I've been saying I won all my other matches 2-0. That's not true. I, I beat a Poison Deck uh, 2-1. But I won... Whatever. My, my overall game wins was... 13. 15, 5, and draw. It's, like, really, yeah, really excellent. I mean, so. you were saying
0: you have, like,
1: a 70%. Yeah, I have over a 70% win percentage on the Open Series. Which is, like, insane to have never made a top 8. No. Like, so, I, I hung out with Jared Bettschard all weekend, pretty yeah. much. So, yeah. he just, like, Facebook-credited me as soon as I got home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he's just like, no, you should just play every week. Like... It's like, he was like, he so thought I was going to win the second so he's open. he's saying like,
0: you don't get enough repetition. He's like, no, he's
1: like, you just play this well every single time, I'm sure you would win an open. That's what, and he's like one of the hottest players, you know? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, He's yes, like, I know. It's like, super <laughs> encouraging, yeah, you know? Yeah. And and he's like, no, you should just play more. You know, you understand your deck, you're playing well. He, I played next to him, and I made this play that he hated. And then we talked to, talked, talked through after, so my opponent's play. That's why I remember that I lost the game to the poison deck. Yeah. I have an, I have an open sack land it was my only untapped land and a Grim Lava Mancer. He activates an he, he Ink Moth Nexus. Pri- and I let him enter attack phase. Prior to attacking, I fireblast blast Ink Moth Nexus with my tapped lands. And um, he doesn't save it. So then I just shoot him with my Grim Lava Mancer in the end of turn. So anyway, ends up being that I lose the game with him on one life. So I talk to the play with him afterwards, and he's like... You don't have to do that. The I, I, way I was thinking was, I know he has Vines of the Vastwood because it was revealed with Goblin Glider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so I'm like, if I shoot him with Grim Lava Mancer, I feel like he's just going to Vines of the Vastwood me here, right? So then I'm still obligated to Fire Blast the, the thing, which means I just take two less, right? But if I just Fire Blast it, be like, yo, dude, I really don't want to get hit by this Inkmon Nexus. Fire Blast it and he's seeing he's like staring at this Grimmaw and he can't counterspell, right? He's just going to let it die so I get two free points. Right. right. That's what I was thinking, right? But he's just like or you could just let him hit you. If he like has 100 pump spells, you're going to die anyway. Right. And then I'm like thinking about this I'm like, "Oh, he's just right." <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, it didn't matter I won the match. I think I but I used to think poison was an overwhelmingly good matchup, it's actually like maybe only pretty good, and I'm not sure how many
0: Is the vastwood's a sweet card?
1: Yeah. It, it, we knew that. <laughs> so, but anyway, I'm like super high on mono red. Um,
0: I mean, you got to get more reps in. That's what it comes down to. Mono red at the GP, at the legacy GP. Yeah.
1: I mean, I want to get my buys. What's your, what's your
0: guess for how many people are going to be there? Uh, I mean,
1: apparently Star City has some, uh, like they're expecting I like 6,000. 6, they're yeah. assuming 6,000. But it doesn't matter, right? So it's nine rounds no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so, curious what
0: you think the number going to be. That's
1: 6,000 don't here. Yeah? Okay. Um... So, actually, one goal that I'm setting for myself this year is to have enough points to qualify for the WMCQ. Like, I Because I did video coverage of the WMCQ two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It's a sweet tournament. And, I mean, it was, like, tiny. It was much smaller than an open, a standard open I'd be willing to play in. Like, I could easily have envisioned myself in the top eight of that, right? right? Like, watching people play, i mean yeah, it's like, like lots, I'm lots totally good, good, lots, good enough to have top eight lots of this of, tournament. Lots of
0: good players, but not lots of players. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. like...
1: I mean, and you could get a buy. Yeah. I mean, like I could literally win six times and be top eight. This is basically the U.S. national championship at this point. Yeah, you know. It so, is. Um, it, it, I, if I had realized that the tournament was was that not big and so close, like just a couple hours away by yeah. bus in Philadelphia, I would certainly have made an effort to get enough. Like last year, I made an effort to get enough points, like, and then. It turned out there was an open in Baltimore the same weekend, and Josh was just like, let's just go to the open in Baltimore. And I just stayed over at Joey Pascoe's house instead of getting a flight to Chicago. It seems like way better. I'm like, He's like, we could fly to Chicago and get a hotel and blah, blah, blah. Or we could just drive right. to Baltimore. Right.
0: Eat stone crabs or whatever. And like, you eat there.
1: just like yeah, stay over crabs. Joey's house, and then like, that'd be way better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's way better. And so, but I mean, I had the points last year at least. Yeah. So, anyway, um, black and red we're doing we are doing black, black and, red. and red take your reliever actually, here. Here. actually i want to go over some stuff that we got wrong so far okay number one you can play brim as or prophetic waves we, we, we mentioned that we didn't range. mention we that did, did, mention that did mention that. here's right. another one Wear tear is rotating so the commentary we had about a race i was like oh this card's unplayable because of wear tear oh okay it's rotating so i said that and then you didn't catch it uh and then Jess Guy Ascendancy is the most busted card in the set.
0: Yeah, apparently.
1: So. Yeah, hey, and
0: I, I, I've heard. Now, I know we've seen it do modern and legacy over yeah. the last But it's playable standard. I know, I know. I know. In England, there was a standard tournament, mm-hmm. and one of the players there, in fact, one of the players who's going to Pro Tour Honolulu, um, like I think, finished ninth in that tournament. Matt Light. Yeah. Finished ninth playing.
1: Just, is, uh, it an infinite, just guy is it an infinite mana deck? I don't really. Get, I don't even know what. I, I guess your guys get big enough to attack, right? Right. Yeah.
0: You just make your guys super big, and you, you attack with them. So, okay, um, just like lots of cantrips, like the the modern versions. Playing. Remember we remember how we even talk about cerulean wisps. Yeah. Like people are just playing those.
1: Because it's just draw cards. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I have I have a list. Well, we know actually it was uh, one of the one of the players from mana deprived actually won a legacy event in Canada
1: this weekend. With Cerulean Wisps. With this Cerulean drop Wisps. drop card. Yep. So, yeah, so that's like the busto card. Yeah,
0: and then also uh, Defiant Strike.
1: Yeah, so Defiant you know, Strike is... a card.
0: as a card, you know, we were kind of like, ah, oh, we've seen this card before, no big deal. But if there's like a Boros aggro deck...
1: So, uh, Osip and Pnaps played that. So, their thinking was that um, you play a super cut-down aggro deck, Defiant Strike's just a second one-mana cantrip. Right,
0: after uh, Dragon Mantle. Dragon
1: Man. Yeah, it really helps smooth you out. But the, their conclusion, having played that deck in the open, was that it's not nearly the best aggro deck because their deck didn't even have Goblin Rabblemaster. Right, that so, seems like a mistake. Yeah, so uh, I made one that's mono red with obviously no. I love I love that.
0: the fact that Rabblemaster gets played in like these like 17 land aggro decks and, and gets played in like 24 land mid range decks yeah. and gets played in control decks, just know, like you- as like an assembled legion.
1: Yeah, it's a card. sideboard card in control decks. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I ridiculous. think it's just a great card. Yeah, yeah. I forgot uh, to buy mine. I, yeah, I
0: just realized I should have just bought yeah. out.
1: So um, for the Pro Tour, for those of you who haven't done this yet, uh, Brian made a Brian made a suggestion to buy Clash decks. Oh yeah. Magic 2015. I gotta say it's the best Magic purchase I've ever made. So I, it's a hundred bucks to buy four copies of it, but you get like alternate art. Prophetic Sphinx, Alternate Art, Font of Fertility, which I almost played this week. And then Chapin said to me, which is better, Font of Fertility or a guy that can make infinite mana with Nykthos? That's what he says, and I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, But you get four... Arbor Colossus, which were in my deck. Yeah, four. Four, four
0: Corsair of Crufix, Crufix which, which by the way, you're gonna, you're gonna need. for fifteen need, to eighteen. You're gonna need more than four of them this year because someone's gonna borrow four from you
1: and not return them. Well, course, and for, then you're gonna need four more. Corsair crucifix I'm is, looking at you, Steve Saden. Is the best card in Standard, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Um, I did. A, I did a, uh, a, pre, a a preview column for the Pre Tour. Yeah. And I asked all the commentators. I did like do a roundtable with all the coverage guys, and I asked everyone for bold predictions. And Randy's bold prediction is 32 32. copies of Corso Crewfix in the top eight of Pro Tour Honolulu. First time it's ever happened at the Pro Tour. There's never been 32 copies of the It's funny,
1: because I think that the reason that... So Randy is actually grilling me today about trying to find a 32. The closest I could get on Pro Tour was 28 Tinkers in, in George W. Bosch, but... One. Well, your work shows up in my column this week. If yeah, <laughs> he there.
0: mentions
1: that, uh, at least attribute it to me. Then <laughs> uh, it'd be like Mike pointed out that, and that Shields won that tournament, a grand prix that had thirty-two preordains and 32 of thirty-two Jason the Mind Sculptor, but that's a grand prix. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the thing that I didn't do though, which I was gonna do, because I'm actually gonna roll this into a column for I think for Top Eight Week. Yeah. Because uh, me and Blake are kicking around what I'll write for Top Eight Week. Well, I don't have a column that are going to give me some yeah. features. Um, I was thinking, like, maybe top eight most dominant cards of all time, and, like, Jace Prierving will be the most dominant, and then, like, Tinker will be the third most dominant, right? Well,
0: we'll see what happens in Honolulu.
1: But I don't know how many Bloodbraid Elves would have made the top eight in Honolulu too if it hadn't been a limited top eight. So I'd be like asterisk. Oh, wow. there might be thirty two. You can look
0: at the top eight. You can yeah, look no, at no. people's records. I just
1: didn't get. I didn't, but they're not all in one page yet, so I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't go do that. So like, but I know from. I mean, like, I know that people were playing <laughs> Bloodbraid Elf, right? Yeah, yeah. There were Cascade decks, and there was also like, was it Conley or Brad who played like the, which one of them made top the.
0: Was The Specter?
1: No, one of them played like this three. Re, some angel or something. I was like three mana. Oh flying. yeah, yeah. yeah. It must have been Conley. Some goobery card. Con- Conley
0: made top eight. Brad finished ninth. I think. Yeah.
1: all right. So I think Conley played bloodbraid elf. For sure, Zach played Bl- bloodbraid elf. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm well, get, it's entirely possible there's 32 bloodbraid elves if you actually did the cutoff. I don't think topic. there. I
0: don't think there were, but I don't remember
1: because sure. somebody played an Elsbeth deck, right? I
0: think something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Saito played that Kibler, green white green- mean, Elsbeth deck. No, I think he actually played the Blue Cascade deck. Oh, okay. I don't remember, though. All
0: right, we'll, we'll have to look that up. We'll, come, we'll report back. But in the meantime, let, let's let's dig into it. We have all the Black and Red cards to get through. Um, Bellowing Saddle Brute.
1: Bellowing Saddle Brute is a forecasting cost of 3 and a B. 4-5 Ogre Warrior with Raid. This is, like, not a bad card. It's not actually. a bad
0: card. Like, like, I could see this, like, in a Gabe Carlton Barnes Black Aggro deck. Like, two of these at the top of the curve.
1: When Belly Saddle Brute enters the battlefield, you lose four life unless you attack to the creature this turn. Well, <laughs> that just made it a lot worse. I mean,
0: I, yeah, I mean, I guess, but what else are you doing in a mono black aggro
1: Then, Other than attacking? Yeah, I think, I think that the problem with this card is, think about how much incentive, let me wait for this.
0: much faster than normal.
1: Think about how much incentive we have Normally to... Normally he spends
0: a lot of time adjusting his
1: mirrors. To, to multicolor slash wedge cards. You know, there's another 4-5 for 4 in this set. Think about Rhino. Yeah. I mean, we project <laughs> like 4 Rhino, 4 Bellowing saddle brute. Sometimes it's great!
0: I I actually feel like the wedge like, cards are going to actually nerf a lot of the mono-colored aggro decks out.
1: I think like, mono-red's still going to be great. Super antithrump. I
0: think it'll still be good, but I mean, I think I think the idea that you just get to, like, not not anger the gods, like, I think some red wedge deck is going to just make some really big monsters. So... Like, between anger and then just, like, here's, like, a 4-5, here's a...
1: Can you borrow... Can you borrow Goblin Rabble Masters from Ferrando for me? I, I can maybe play that. Because I was thinking, the, the thing about. For next Tuesday? Yeah, the thing well, about. Let's talk about that during wrap. Well, the, the thing about it right now is the green decks are so vulnerable to Anger of the Gods, it's absurd. Like, they like all the devotion decks have like four Seder, four Elf, four uh, Sylvan Carry added. Yeah. All those guys die to Anger of the yeah, Gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their semi soft lock is, is Hornet Queen, which is like horrendous against Anger of the Gods. Yes, it is. Uh, and, like, it's it's awesome against Elsbeth. It's awesome against Control. It's awesome against other green decks. It's really bad against deal three to all creatures. Right. So, I think, I was thinking, like, maybe a green-red deck. Even if even if I'm also somewhat vulnerable to this, like, I know that I'm going right, right, to try right. to play for this. You know, I've got dragons or whatever, that have four toughness. But anyway, we can get to the second but black this, card. But this
0: guy's no... Uh...
1: No... 20, uh, 20 minutes, 22 seconds, we're in the second black right, card. Well,
0: we'll, we'll move through, there's a lot, there's some chaff here. Bitter
1: revelation, I think they misspelled sphinxes.
0: Yeah, three B, for sorcery, look at the top four cards in your library, two of them in your hand, the rest in your graveyard, you lose two life. Well,
1: wow, that's really, they got all the sphinxes revelation stuff wrong on this one. <laughs> you lose life instead of gaining life, it's just it's not playable, right? I don't, it, I, don't know. I don't know. It's concurrently competing in standard. <laughs> With in inspiration. Standard. Well, I was actually just thinking, read them bones. One less mana, also paid two life. Right. And it's it's superior And there's the the new
0: inspiration. Yeah. Right, draw two, instant speed. You know
1: what's good now, I think? Steam Augury, because of Delve. Steam Augury just went from unplayable to quite playable. Is Steam
0: Augury not legal? Isn't Steam Augury Ravnica block? Is it? No, I think it was played in the top eight. I don't remember. We'll have to look.
1: Well, hook it up, Steam Augury. Really? Maybe you're right.
0: Yeah, Steam is already a year old.
1: Oh, man, Steam Augury. All right. Man, yeah. how stu- Are you sure? I'm pretty sure.
0: By the way, I think this card might be the, the best card.
1: Bloodsoaked Champion?
0: It, like, one of the most impactful cards in the set. Bloodsoaked Champion. B for a human warrior. Bloodsoaked Champion can't block. Oh, well. And then raid one black. Return Bloodsoaked Champion from your graveyard to the battlefield. Activate this ability only if you attack with a creature this turn.
1: So you can just do it any time, right? Yeah. As long as you attack that... That.
0: Right. And also, like, so, like, if you have a way to, like, what is it, Blood Vassal? Is that the card that lets you sacrifice a creature for BB? I don't know. Um, so if you have any way to, like, sacrifice a creature for two mana, yeah. like, you could just keep sacking this and then replaying it. Because once you've attacked, it only cares that you've yeah. attacked. Right, and it doesn't care. It's not like a
1: trigger that you have to do at a specific oh, time. Oh, so you could combo someone out with Perforos?
0: You could combo someone out with Perforos. You could, you know, whatever other enter the battlefield triggers you have. You know, I'm just. This seems like a,
1: a comboing put- someone out with Perforos is hot.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be able to do it in a cube, but but this card seems super super amazing to me. What do what you? What is your thought?
1: I mean, it's a B two one for for one. I mean, every single one from Gnarled Scarhide to Tormented Hero, no matter how unimpressive they looked at first, Blush has been competitive.
0: Right. I mean, this guy, this guy is somewhere between Tormented Hero and Bloodghast, and you know, like he just keeps coming back.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good card. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Dead Drop, nine B, Sorcery, delve, nine B. Target player sacrifices two creatures.
1: So, so, Barter I mean, and Blood. Well, no, because better it's... Better than Barter. It's way blood. better than Barter.
0: Better than better blood.
1: Better than Barter. So, I mean, so at four mana, this card's super competitive, right?
0: Even at five mana, it might be super competitive.
1: I, I like this card.
0: Yeah, I, I think we're going to see this card... Like, I know uh, Brad Nelson was playing Sadissi this weekend, yeah. right? Like, with Sadissi, like, you have six cards in your yard theoretically on turn 4 assuming you played it with an elf can I
1: just play this card with like my wayfaring Seder or whatever what's the name of it it's Seder, Seder wayfinder. wayfinder yeah I always get confused which one's which
0: yes yes By there's name. Seder wayfinder there's still like all sorts of like green black spells that like let you look at four cards and put one in your hand and. is it just like there's the... commune with the gods right like
1: I don't like there's the... scout the borders which I don't is the like new that one. One. it costs so much mana
0: it's so good though
1: I like this card. It's really Scout good. the
0: Borders is, is like a Seething Song.
1: What if I'm just Scout like... Scout the
0: Borders is Seething Song.
1: What if I'm just Three trading? mana
0: for, for, for five mana.
1: So they were just trading and stuff.
0: Three mana for five mana.
1: then oh, man, we'll get there. I, I don't <laughs> buy this bullshit that you're giving me. But Sedisi is a good argument.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that there's enough ways to do Graveyard that... Like, I think any delve spell you have to consider. I mean, we, we saw that both... You know, we talked already about Treasure Cruise and... Uh, And Treasure Cruise won the Legacy Open. Yeah, won the Legacy Open. Dig Through Time also is a card that's already seen play. Replayed it in in Legacy. Yeah, people (laughs) playing it in Legacy, people playing it in Modern. I'm sure it's going to get played in Standard. Like, what about some blue-black control deck where you're, like, delving and digging through time and, you know, a little bit of green to stock
1: up your yard. Fetch signs are just so powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we didn't even mention Fetchers. So, I I think this card's really good. I think I would not be surprised to see this... Make an appearance in the top eight at ProTour Honolulu.
1: Oh, we forgot to do something. What's that? Tell people to join our Facebook page. Oh, we
0: will. But they should now.
1: They should. You should so pause the pause the recording, join the Facebook page.
0: I got a, lot of people, a lot of people signed yeah, up like this week.
1: hundred or something, which is like a tiny percentage of the people who listen to our podcast. So please join it.
0: Um, do, do, but do they hear us? Do they hear us?
1: I mean, we, they, they listen
0: but do
1: they hear or, what, do they hear the <laughs> get off of my lawn <laughs> the
0: debilitating injury just uh, you know two mana one and a black for a enchant creature Giant creature gets minus two mana is two not um I can see this in a sideboard it's fine like I can see this in a sideboard against, dead like,
1: weight was like yeah, exactly. super playable I mean which costs less mana
0: right but I don't know what other options you have for just, like, get that guy out of here. Let me set up, let me... Yeah, there's no terror, my right? my divination on turn three. Or
1: there's no terror. No. And this also kills, like, indestructibles, right? Yes.
0: I, mean, I don't know what, what indestructibles are there.
1: Just saying. It actually kills indestructibles.
0: Yeah. Um, despise. All
1: right, so, one of the lot rounds I lost... It's weird, I went one and one against Mardu Control in the open on standard, and I, I just don't know what's going through your head if you decide to play Mardu Control. It's like you're behind a 5-5. Like, the mode deck in the room is like Elf, courser, Pelucranos. You're making your first play, they already have a 5-5 in play, right? Right. So, I beat the first Martyr Control that I played. And the second one, I don't know, I mean, I just didn't know. Like He like had, he played well with like Butcher the Horde and then the, the raid, the two, three, four flyers for 5. Oh yeah, was, yeah. It was yeah. Out, yeah it's outstanding, but so I kept this like two spell five land hand in game two and I'm like, should I mull this? And I'm like, no, this hand can develop. So then he goes, Thoughtseize, despise me, and I just never cast anything over Yeah, whole so
0: despise is a reprint. Right? It's super good. Target opponent reveals his hand, you choose a creature or planeswalker.
1: Yeah. It's um, really good against green decks.
0: This card this card's gonna be very highly played, I I assume.
1: Oh for sure. At, at, at
0: the at the print tour.
1: I don't know if it's a great main deck card, but it's
0: Really? Like, how many times is your opponent not playing a creature or a planeswalker?
1: But you don't care about just trading for a random card, right? Sure. Like, you need to get the you need to get the card that matters. Like, if I'm playing against, you know, uh, I'm trying to think about a deck that has less. I feel, strategic... I feel like
0: I feel like decks are going to be so tight, and so like, especially if they go any wedge route whatsoever, and so like on a specific plan that like getting a Sylvan Carry added,
1: yeah, that's just sweet. is just
0: going to be like. A big game. You know, like turn one, take your carry at it. I mean, obviously you could do that with Thoughtseize, but I don't know. I like it. Alright. Uh, Disowned Ancestor, B for an 0-4. It has Outlast 1 black. I love this card in Limited. It's fantastic.
1: Seems like a good card.
0: I mean, we've seen 0-4 for one get played and constructed before, right? We've seen like that blue guy. Like blue decks would side in that 0-4 guy.
1: Well this one has Outlast. He act- he's, not- guy- he's not a he what do you he's not a defender.
0: Right. He's just yeah. like Oh no, he attacks and turns on raid on turn two. Yeah. In limited. That's a big deal.
1: Oh, that- that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I love this card.
1: I think it's a good card.
0: Um Dutiful Return. This is three B for return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand.
1: I think they misspelled the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> then or, it would be really good. Or, or duty. Yeah.
0: Uh, empty the fix. So this is like
1: a big game card people are playing. So Mythic Rare. People,
0: people are playing this. Are you yeah, swording? already, you yeah. X X B B B B. So
1: four Bs. So,
0: so you got to spend six mana, sort of, yeah. to get one 2-2 two, two black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. Tapped. Uh, but it has delve. So, so you got to delve. So at some point, every two cards you... Can delve like assuming you can get to four yeah. on your on your mana. Yeah, every two cards you can remove from your graveyard is a zombie.
1: Yeah, so like if you've got like four cards in your graveyard, it's just four for two zombies, right? If you got six cards in your graveyard, it's just four for three zombies. Right. Right. At some point, your sadisys slash. Uh, Saito Wayfinder slash whatever deck is just this card's, with this
0: card's with. It's actually just huge. Yeah, it's insane, it can, and especially if you've just you know like thought seized and despised their anger of the gods out of the well, way. And you're
1: you could have transactional cards, right? It's yeah. not just binning. Right. Right. And you just cast this thing, and you have like say you have like ten cards in your graveyard, right? Right. The real challenge here is is getting to four B. Urborg. Oh God. It's in standard. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a real card.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? I mean, it's again. If you,
1: I don't know how the, many you play. The second here, one's here's horrendous. The thing,
0: here's the thing: if you scout the borders again, fetch land, fetch land, yeah. scout the borders on turn three, right? You've got seven cards in your graveyard.
1: So what do you really want to do, right? So you like first turn seven
0: cards in your graveyard. Next turn, you play your fourth land. No, no.
1: Let's be realistic for a second. So it's probably like first turn opulent palace. Okay, right. right? Second turn How um, about
0: magical Christmas
1: land, Mike? No, I'm just let's be realistic for a second. Okay. Like, like second turn polluted Delta Seder Wayfinder. Well, I was just gonna go Sylvan Carey added And then untap Sidisi, Right? Okay. And then Right and so Sidisi Rock and Rolls. Dumps a few cards. So you have
0: six cards in your yard from Sidisi. once you attack on the next turn. You have one.
1: Well, you know, no. Then I, I cast a, a, I cast discard removal to get your blocker out of the way. Sure. Right now I attack with Sidisi. Probably like eight cards in my graveyard already.
0: Right. Yes, you have eight. Yeah. You have a fetch land too. So. So you're you're gonna untap and make probably five zombie tokens.
1: On like turn four.
0: And you already have probably two zombie tokens from, from Sidisi.
1: Like, this I, is re- like a real here, card. Here's, here's
0: my dream. I yeah. want to see a deck that's doing this. Yeah. And doing court of calling.
1: The problem is quarter calling is so bad with Sadisi. I wanna
0: see the buh, 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 guh, guh, guh
1: The guh buh, buh, buh. Let's keep going. We're never gonna finish this pipe. We're 31 minutes right, in. All right, all right. We've done four cards. Alright. We're doing uh, two colors right now. Grim high respects.
0: Uh 2B for a morph. Uh 3-2. It has Morph B. So this guy flips up pretty cheap. Yeah.
1: Craig Craig Kremples was playing next to me in the last round of the Standard Open. Uh, finishing the money with this with this card in his yeah. deck. Yeah,
0: and what what was his deck
1: doing? Black aggro.
0: Right, and so whenever another whenever another non-token creature you control dies, draw a card.
1: Yeah, it's like pretty good, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like if they're if you're gonna get wrath or anger to the gods. Yeah. Well, you know, just pick them up. You know, pick up a card for every other creature that dies. Yep. Yeah, that seems sweet. It forces them to deal. I mean, obviously, like if you you're playing against a mono black deck. And your opponent has a morph. You're gonna be like, kill that, then anger the gods, right?
1: <laughs> Mabes, yeah. But it's, it's morph cost is so cheap.
0: Yeah, yeah. This card, this sweet. Um, Gurmag, Gurmag Swift Wing, one B for a flying first strike, haste one two. Is...
1: I mean, I don't know. That's not that bad a deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> it has haste. It's not that bad. Am I crazy? I mean, I don't know. I don't. What am I doing with this? Attacking
0: for one? Is that what I want to be doing? I don't know. It flies. I, I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't even I like. it I guarantee lim- you,
1: this isn't a freaking combo deck. I at don't. Some point.
0: I don't even like it in limited. I mean, it might. I mean, really? You yeah. don't
1: take a cheap flyer that with haste and limited? You're crazy.
0: Uh, not a one-two. It's just like so. All right. Mediocre. Uh, Kiru, Bloodsucker two B for a two-two, and whenever a creature you control with toughness four or greater dies, each opponent loses two life. And you gain two life, and then it has two B, sacrifice another creature, put a plus one plus one counter on Kiru
1: Bloodsucker. Man, that's a lot of text. I don't think it's good enough for constructing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ki- Kiru Dreadmaw is a 4 4 defender for five mana with an ability, and we're gonna move What's on. What's its
1: ability? I don't know it yet.
0: Oops. Its ability is to uh, sacrifice another creature uh, and gain one life. G. Yeah, one G, and then you Oh, you really people.
1: were right. Yeah, we yeah I wasn't kidding. Okay.
0: Krumar Bondkin, 3BB for a 5-3, but it has Morph Next. 4B.
1: Sweet picture, though. Who painted it? Kev Walker, obviously. It's obviously. beautiful.
0: Mardu Skullhunter. I this love this card. This card's sweet. 1B for a 2-1. Mardu Skullhunter enters the battlefield tapped. Raid. Whenever Mardu Skullhunter enters the battlefield, if you attack and the creature, it's trying to target an opponent to discard card. So
1: it's Ravenous raid. Are people are with playing 2-1? with this? Um, I, I don't remember seeing this card, but I'm might just not have seen it.
0: Yeah, it's like Bloodsoaked Champion, yeah. this guy, you know, something else, just like,
1: you know. I think Raid is a thing, because like, the Wingmate Rock was so good.
0: Yeah, that card's sweet. Um, so, you like this card? It's alright, yeah. Uh, mur Nightblade, 3B for a 2-3 without last.
1: It's too expensive for Constructed.
0: Yeah. Molting Snake Skin, moving on. Murderous Cut. I think this might be one of the better cards in the I mean, set.
1: It's played in Legacy already.
0: Yeah. Uh, 4B... Delve, destroy target creature. So this is B, destroy target creature. <laughs> like you said, no banishings.
1: I think in standard you if you're if you can support it with your money, you have to play Heroes Downfall over over the other potential removals right now. Right. Just because like the red white deck over this? Well listen, the red white deck and a lot of the green decks are really just like their plan is to draw four mana in a row, draw five men in a row and play a planeswalker. Like sure. play, Play, I mean, uh, I think you're gonna play both. Sark and the, you know, whatever, and you just can kill it.
0: I mean, aren't you gonna play both, aren't there any of those situations where, when I mean, you talk about that transactional cards, Sure. Like where I'm like, heroes downfall that, I have one black left, that was my so, fourth card in my yard. <laughs>
1: kill your other guy. I'm just like a little suspicious if I am playing like a Sadissi slash satyr based deck, of like reducing my concentration of creatures versus other kinds of permanents.
0: Sure. So I just built a Sadissi commander deck.
1: Was it awesome?
0: It's actually awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But, like, I needed... You would love this deck because there are so many Borderland Rangers in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's so many. Like, all of them.
1: All, all three.
0: Like, bo- but, like, yeah. There's
1: Borderland them. Ranger, Borderland Minotaur, which in our terms can get a Borderland Ranger. Yeah, oh my god, I wish. Uh, Civic Wayfinder.
0: Yep. Yavimaya Granger, Yavamaya Elder, the one that costs two mana for a 1-1 that does that. Yeah, Elvish whatever. Solemn Simulacrum... Um, what, about,
1: what, what about what about pilgrim's eye?
0: No pilgrim's eye.
1: What about the the wood elves that gets a uh, any kind of a lamb but comes into play tapped?
0: You have myra granger.
1: No, there's one. That's, it's it's a G two get. What else? No, it's got a different name. It's from I want.
0: Oh oh oh! Is it like a two four or something? No,
1: it's under it's a one one for G two. Oh, have to. I don't know. What it's got it? like it's 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 got like. It's from the Lorwyn block.
0: Okay. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I play it.
1: Yeah, I had him in a deck. Right but yeah,
0: I had to get I had to get to 40 creatures, I think, to play like Sidisi, so that like basically, you know, I'm hitting a creature every time I activate it. Like that was that was the only way that was possible.
1: Hey, Brad Nelson came in top 16 with his Sidisi. How, how many
0: how many creatures did he play in Sidisi? Oh
1: yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Okay. But Mer- murder's cut to me. This card seems fantastic, especially in a deck like that, where you just still get to move forward with your plan, and then just like pay B to destroy anything.
1: Destroy stuff, yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of which, I think this card's also awesome.
1: Necropolis. Um, toward...
0: I don't know. If- I don't know if you know Brendan K- da- uh, De- uh, DeCandio from well, Florida. He's like he was actually at the he was actually at the open this weekend.
1: Well, he didn't say hi to me, um, but I'll tell you this: what? this is what I know about him. When you posted your, like, Red Deck picks, and he's just like, only, like, soulless assholes draft this No, no, it was a different guy. Oh, it's not him? That's not him. Are you sure?
0: Yeah, I'm positive. That was like, wasn't that, like, Kenyon Collarin?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah. Alright, so I'm sorry I vilified this guy. Kenyon,
0: I don't know if you know this, but you're socially maladroit.
1: (laughs) Why, for saying that? In general. He just, like, you know, he,
0: he tends to just have a very cloudy effect on when he posts things. All right, you so know.
1: Brendan DeCandio, so I guess he's
0: a legacy player. Um, he's qualified for the Pro Tour a couple times now, yeah. uh, and he, uh, he he says Necropolis Fiend might be better than Tarmogoyf in Legacy.
1: Well, that's just crazy, and I'll tell you why. Why is that? Because if there were no card Tarmogoyf, I don't know if I would ever lose any Legacy games. <laughs> And there's no way I'd be losing to this thing In the same spot Like The way you lose is like You're in a race Against Rug or Bug Delver And they go Tarmogoyf, Tarmogoyf Or Tarmogoyf, Cascade, Tarmogoyf And then they race you Sure If they're actually like Delving or ca- like Playing for For, for Faresies They're dead
0: I'm just saying What's interesting about this card is A Can't be spell Snare Okay B Screws up their Tarmogoyfs
1: Fair Because you delve All yep. the stuff
0: you want That they're Like Bonusing off of Out of your yep. yard and it just and it kills things
1: yeah it's powerful but like it's really it, it, when you're playing the red deck you lose to two Tarmoglyphs that came out fast this
0: guy's standard playable right
1: yeah for sure
0: like he's standard majority. material
1: I, my second favorite deck that I would want to explore but uh, if I had enough time is going to be like mono black um, or possibly black white uh, like the black green graveyard mid range deck no just like, like, like same. creatures with like a lot of enchantment creatures and then there's that spell. I think it's BB3 or BB4 Destroy all non-enchantment creatures. Extinguish Breachers. all hope, right? Like isn't that what it is? Yeah, it's like you could have like a Night Howler. Oh yeah. And like and like a Herald of Torment and they've got like 60 things right. you're like kill these and you just kill them.
0: Night Night Howler and Necropolis scene don't play well together. Obviously.
1: I mean, fine, but like, this is like a good like these are both like yeah, yeah. good cards you could play in that deck. But I think mono black like mid-range creatures is a potentially really strong strategy. With a lot of enchantment creatures. Right, right. It's like not intuitive at all that 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 would be yeah. a good deck.
0: But I, yeah, I think this I think this is going to be one of the best cards in the set.
1: Yeah, I, I like it a lot because, a you could play it cheaply, and b, it's got like one-shot value at least probably, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be like again. In Limited, sometimes you run out of steam, like, you're like, I've cast them, now
1: I have nothing in my yard. Oh, you could just be murdering elves with this right? But in
0: Constructed, in Constructed, like, you have so many redundant things that are just dumping cards in your yard. You have your Sedisi, you have your Scout the Borders, or your Drown in Felth, or whatever it is, you know. So you're just going to be continuing to do those things as you go along. I just
1: realized something. The Mono Black deck should probably just play, like, four Bloodstained Mire, four pluto Delta, just because.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't even realize that I was just like oh Just because of like Murderous Cut This guy Yeah right? like Yeah And it would be awesome Too yeah. bad they don't have Corsair crucifix <laughs> It's
0: not hard to play The
1: mono green deck That made Top 8 of the open Literally just played like Six fetch lands
0: Yeah cause
1: Just yeah, yeah. No uh,
0: Raider spoils 3B enchantment Whenever creatures you control Get plus one zero Whenever a warrior You control deals Combat damage to a player You may pay one life If you do draw a card Boy this card's tempting
1: it's an enchantment, it's expensive. It's so tempting. This is like the thing. I'll tell you why I don't think this is remotely I, good. I I, I, I believe three me. Three words, three yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. Biden of Thassa, go. Oh, doesn't seem very good anymore, does it? It's kind of, it's very Biden of Thassa. Yeah, except for Biden of Thassa was getting cut. Like, people were getting down to one, one yeah, copy. Yeah, but, but the, the, the the decks that this would go into are yeah.
0: are doing different things. Like I mean, It's just, the same casting cost. A way less powerful ability. I guess so. Really? I, I mean, I get it. I do get it. I totally get it. But, like, I don't know. Like, if we can finish, we can get our life back with a great merchant. Biden
1: of Thassa. Oh, I don't know. No way, man. Not, I'll, I'll, not playable.
0: What, what's, I mean, like, what's a warrior here?
1: There's lots. That guy's Mardu, a warrior. Skull
0: hunter, uh, is blood the one soaked? you like
1: is a warrior, too. Is he? I think so.
0: Blood so champion. Yeah, yeah he he's is. a
1: human warrior, and I the mean, other guy's a warrior too.
0: I would, um, I would, I would gladly pay.
1: That guy go back to. Oh, he's he a wizard? Never yeah, mind. He's a he's wizard. wizard. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, but those two guys are both warriors.
0: I mean, I would gladly pay life for that.
1: Yeah, but it's just it's just like, not going to hold a... up in the market.
0: Yeah, I I gotta tell you, I I'm gonna probably try and make this card work. I right. understand. I I I completely agree with you. And despite that, I'm going to try to make it work.
1: To be fair, I played a lot of Bad Moon back in the day. <laughs> that cost half as much mana.
0: Yeah. Uh, Rakshasa. Rock Rock oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, the creatures you control plus one plus zero is like yeah, it's a little like, better than Thassa, than Biden the Thassa.
1: Really? Because Biden the Thassa made it so your opponent can't block. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> so, like, no, who blocks? What's better? What's who better? blocks? Plus one damage for your unblocked guys, or they just don't block at all?
0: Uh, Rakshasa Secret. Two B, target opponent discards two cards, put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard. So
1: It's like super super
0: super dull delve, yeah.
1: It's probably okay, actually. Yeah. I bet you this card is sweet sideboard card. You know what matchup? Mono Red Burn. Oh wow! Well. If you cast this on like the second turn with an elf. Yeah. They can't I'm like if you're if your play is like first turn elf, they're like, I don't know, Temple of Triumph, whatever, you're like Rek the Secret, they're like, Oh, that kinda stinks. And then you go like Nylea's Disciple, they're yeah. probably done. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably Game Boys.
0: Um, I, I had this card at the pre release. Yeah. This card was awesome.
1: And it is. Retribution of the Ancients.
0: Retribution of the Ancients. Okay. B for an enchantment. And then it has B remove X plus one plus one counters from among creatures you control. Target creature gets minus X minus X until the end of turn. Wow. It's, it is a very, very.
1: Very, oh, it's one creature only, though, right?
0: Yes, but it's only B. You don't have to pay for each counter. So if I pay B, I can remove five counters from five creatures and go minus against five to your one ba- against one thing.
1: But, and then I can pay B and do it to another. So if I have Pelucranos and I remove him, he doesn't unmonstrous. No, he doesn't
0: unmonstrous.
1: But I'll tell you this. This, along with Arbor Colossus, Pelucranos... Genesis Hydra and Hooded Hydra who are all naturally uh, Broodmate Hydra for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mist, Cutter Hydra. All these guys are naturally plus one, plus one counter right. machines. This actually might be an interesting sideboard card for green-black. Green,
0: or or if there's a white-black uh, heroic deck even. Like, you could actually fight Pelucronos with this card.
1: Instead of just losing to it automatically? Yes!
0: <laughs> like, they go, they play Pelucronos, you're like just like keep attacking with my guys you're like do something to my phalanx leader give everybody counters and then they're like monstrous pelucranos you're like "Uh, sorry B kill your
1: pelucranos like this card's interesting this card's really interesting I think this is a playable card yeah
0: yeah and then there's cards like like it's not in legal at the same time but like with Archangel Thune or
1: like there's there's a lot of like I mean at the point we're talking about Archangel Thune you just play with Spike Feeder sure and then if you want to talk about plus one plus one counters the conversation's already over
0: all right but yeah but this card this card has a, a lot of potential yeah I don't know if anyone's gonna find it or or not but I I was shocked by how good it was and obviously, Outlast Sure. Know, gives you just like an engine against like, oh, you're playing some cheap little creature deck? Hi, yeah,
1: you got me. I think this is probably a playable card.
0: Rise of the Serpent. 4 BB, destroy target creature. If that creature had a plus one, plus one counter on it, put a 1-1 one, one green snake creature token onto the battlefield.
1: I think this card's sweet. Really? But Except for it, it's a sorcery and it costs six. <laughs> and it's additional text is only if they have a plus one, plus one counter. But I really like the part about destroying a creature. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just would like to do it at instant speed for cheaper. Yeah, for like two. Like Murderous Cut. Like, if if they this costs one or two mana and that for the same ability, I would be all over yeah. this card at instant speed. Yeah. But, yeah, but other than that, it's sweet. And I would take the snake yeah. if you want to give me the snake. <sighs> yeah. That's flavorful. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Next card is is for Josh Ravitz and Chris Pakula, who are always rocking Mastodon. It's rocking Mastodon. It's
1: it's it's rotting Mastodon.
0: Oh, so it's not for Chris Pakula. But it
1: is for Josh (laughs) Ravitz. It
0: is for Josh Ravitz. Oh, nice.
1: 2-8 for 5. I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Uh, Ruthless Ripper, a card we've already talked about. B for a 1-1 death touch. It also is a morph, and you can reveal a black card to unmorph it. When it's turned face-up, target player loses two life.
1: I super don't hate this card. I,
0: I actually really like this card a lot. I could see it being very good in a number of...
1: Aggressive decks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's actually just like fireball you for two at the end of the game, too.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it's fine to just play him face up on turn one and start getting in.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Shambling attendance, 7B for a 3-5 delve with death touch.
1: So, for a reasonable cost for this you'd have to make it about...
0: Like, if you played this guy guy for three, if you played this guy for 2B... 3-5 For a three, five with I death wouldn't deck. hate it. Yeah, which you could play this guy for two B.
1: You need four cards here. Card. You know, remember what card? How we... many
0: turns does this guy get you against a red deck? If this were how many turns does this guy buy you against a red? So, deck?
1: So death touch and life link are are really like the abilities that are kind of often together, like in a in like a, a what vampire. What's his name? Vampire Nighthawk. Vampire Nighthawk or uh. Or uh, the Basilisk collar. Yeah. If they gave me the, the lifelink half instead, yeah. I'd be all over this card. But yeah. the Death touch half... I
0: mean, you could play the, the guy in M15, the Jermai, uh, the Merc the Lurker, whatever he is, <clears throat> and he's like 2-4 for 2, and then he has, uh, you're able to give things, 2-4 no. for 3, if you have a Swamp, and then you could pay Black to give things lifelink. That
1: now, guy might be good. Well, what I'm saying is like... I understand. In the saying. situation you want, I mean... So you're saying,
0: it, hey, if, if hey, look, I'm just trying to find ways to get commons into standard decks here.
1: No? Good luck, dude. No? All
0: right.
1: I think you're going to have to look at the mythic rare pot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Sidissi's pet. Uh, here's your lifelinker. 3B for a 1-4 with lifelink. It has morph, and its unmorph cost is 1 and B.
1: You'd think that someone with as opulent a lifestyle as Sidissi would have a better pet. I mean, that art is pretty badass. It's pretty frightening, yeah.
0: Uh, Sulti scavenger. What is uh,
1: that? It's a bird?
0: Yeah, it's a bird with, like, really long Where's legs. its head? Up here.
1: That's its... Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: its wings. Like, some weird foreshortening going on. Oh, no, that's a branch. Yeah, that makes sense. I see it. that leg's wrapped under, that leg's over. That's an arm.
1: The thing that looks like his leg is an arm. Yeah,
0: that's an arm, too.
1: Yeah, who who did this? See?
0: Anthony Palumbo. Oh,
1: Anthony Palumbo. You could oh, have Pal- done better, Anthony yeah. Palumbo.
0: Uh, is this card... No? No.
1: Six for a three-three flying. It's got with delve. The, so like, like but on, the answer can't be everything's delve. I It'll,
0: understand the answer can't be everything's delve. But I'm, I mean, you're also looking for that delve deck to put people under pressure. Could you play no, this no, guy no. on turn? No, I
1: disagree. There's no such thing as a delve deck. I'll tell you why. Delve is the opposite of every other linear. Affinity, like, oh man, the more artifacts you get, the more powerful your deck. I'm just goblins. I'm thinking about this The more delve you have, the slower your deck is. I'm
0: thinking about this guy as Delver of Secrets. Yeah, but... As with, a, so a 3-3, three, three, you know, maybe on turn two or turn three?
1: In standard? Turn three? No, you could do better. Just cast going Yeah. If you're going to make your... Then, like, it's better to have a deck with Sidisi as your engine, and then you have a couple of really I good decks. I agree. Deck I love Sidisi. No, you have a couple of really right. good deck. Like, empty the... empty What's it? Empty em- the catacombs? Em- yeah,
0: empty, empty the pits.
1: Yeah, so, like, you have a couple cards like that, because if the more delve you have, the more reliant you are on this engine that may or may not be online. Sure, but you have a lot of ways to build that engine. Yeah, four copies of it. What else is there?
0: There's, uh, there's also Seder Wayfinders, there's lands there's, again, any number of cards that say, look at five cards. No, I, I don't
1: think it's going to be like the the black-green deck from before Return to Ravnica rotation. I don't I
0: think... Could, I could, I feel like I could regularly play this guy in Standard on turn three for, like, one or two men.
1: All right, so I just don't think that you're going to have a lot of spells in these decks. I think these decks are going to be specialized spells. And by specialized spells, I mean, like, Hero's Downfall combined with high-quality creatures. And I don't consider this a high-quality creature. Sure. And if you're playing this on turn four, I don't care how much mana you're paying for it because your opponent's playing Siege Rhino or Pelucranos or Perforos against you on the same turn, and he's so badly outclassed by the, by the cards at that stage. Sure. Okay. Just not going to be good enough. This card needs to cost one mana to, to be good enough right. on turn one. Okay? Yeah. Like, one mana on turn ten is not good enough.
0: Right. And not one mana on turn three, you think?
1: No. If he's one mana on turn one, he would be outstanding. But one mana on turn three, like, he's just not even in the same right. league as Corsair of Kruphix. If they fought, he wouldn't even kill him. Sure.
0: Even though he flies, and you know, nothing. Corsair's just getting life back. All right. Uh, swarm of Bloodflies.
1: Your Swarm of Bloodflies.
0: Uh, 4B for a zero, 0 flying. Enters the battlefield with two plus one plus one counters on it. Whenever another creature dies, put a plus one plus one counter on Swarm of Bloodflies. So I had this at the pre-release yeah. with Retribution of the Ancients. Yeah. And I played against two or three different Mardu decks. Yeah. And let me tell you, I didn't lose those games.
1: So this is like an unbeatable combo against a fair deck, right? Against a deck with one ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're just like, just shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Goblin token, goblin token, elf, goblin token,
1: get oh, I, him. I love this. I would never even kill my opponent's Goblin Rabble Master. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him coming, Brock. Keep him coming.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, this card's You know, probably too expensive to be constructed playable.
1: Well, that's a cool combo. But it's a cool
0: combo, yeah. yeah. Throttle uh 4b for target creature gets minus 4 minus 4 until under turn this card's
1: sweet sweet limited card i mean if it costs like one <laughs> i'd be all over instant we've had this for like three mana right like we've had it for bb
0: yeah oh for bb yeah uh unyielding Krumar, 3b for 3-3 like three, three.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: 3-3 three, three for uh 3 and b he has one white, unyielding Krumar, gained first strike until under turn. Obviously
1: not it for Construct.
0: And that, that's it for black. So what we're going to do is, I think we're going to end on black, and then, because we had a lot of preamble, and we'll come back and we'll do red, we'll do erg.
1: So we're going to do all of red, all of green, and lands and artifacts. In yeah, red. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a massive But we'll, we'll,
0: we'll power through.
1: All right, but so... But
0: like, let's just talk quickly about which cards we think were really, really standout cards so here in to, well,
1: I mean... Are we going to mention Ruthless Ripper?
0: Ruthless Ripper is like a playable yeah. like aggro card. Uh, Retribution of the Ancient. I think it's kind of, a card, card yeah. that might have some possibilities. I think
1: Rakshasta's Secret is probably pretty good.
0: Sideboardy. I'm going to try to do something with Raider Spoils. I understand it's Disagree. I understand. Necropolis, I think, I think
1: it's going to be one of the stars. Contender the for Black.
0: Uh, Murderous oh, Cot, one of the big yep. stars to the set already, like you said.
1: Already played in Legacy.
0: Already a, a Legacy card. Um, Mardu Skullhunter, uh, solid dude. Uh, you
1: like Germar Swiftwing better than all the other black cards. I, I thought that maybe we could play it. I don't know. But Grim Haru, Har, <laughs> Haru, Harrispex. Look, I mean, former U.S. National Champion Craig Kremple's had it in his money-winning deck this weekend.
0: We're pretty excited, actually, at Empty the Empty
1: Pits. Empty the Pits is spectacular.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not, you know, far-fetched to see paying four men and Urborg. put four, two black Four two two 2 2 zombie tokens into play. Um,
1: and the thing that's cool about it is there's a Darth of Wrath abilities great. right now. I, I actually think that that card is outstanding. Uh, Despise, Despise is outstanding, but I think, keep going, uh, dead, drop, dead Drop, I think is like, not just a sleeper, I think like, if these kind of, imagine how dominating a Sadissi strategy would be against another like, fair creature deck with yeah. Dead Drop in the side. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, oh, you've played a Siege Rhino off your elf.
1: Yeah, but like, Dead, dead Drop. <laughs> Get get in with my Sedisi. Yeah. blood
0: champion, I think, is one of the best. Black's cards got on the set. a lot of good cards. And uh, bellowing saddle brew was not.
1: All right. Good enough. So that was black. So we're gonna power through red, green lands and artifacts all at once. All right. Uh, this has been Brian David Marshall and Michael J. Flores. And tell them tell them what to do. Oh, go join our Facebook page if you haven't already. Please. Please.